Cardiac Section 3, 2 of 23. Myocardial Oxygen Imbalance. Oxygen Delivery versus Demand. While we covered this in detail in the Cardiac Anatomy and Physiology tutorial, let's revisit the highlights here. You cannot see this information too many times. Increase in heart rate, decrease aortic pressure, increase end diastolic pressure, decrease vessel diameter. It will cause decreased coronary flow. Decrease PaO2, decrease hemoglobin, can cause decrease in CaO2, arterial oxygen content. Decrease capillary density, decrease P50, decrease oxygen extraction. All of those can lead to decreased oxygen delivery, which causes myocardial ischemia, which causes increased oxygen demand, um, which causes increased wall tension, increased heart rate, increased contractile force, and then increased wall tension will lead to increased end diastolic volume and increased afterload. Factors that reduce oxygen delivery. Tachycardia, decreased aortic pressure, decreased vessel diameter, increased end diastolic pressure. Decreased arterial oxygen content are hypoxemia and anemia. Decreased oxygen extraction are left shift of hemoglobin dissociation curve, like decreased P50 and then decreased capillary density. Factors that increase oxygen demand. Tachycardia, hypertension, SNS stimulation, increased wall tension, increased and diastolic volume, increased afterload, increased contractility. EKG and myocardial ischemia. CKMB, troponin I, and troponin T, their initial elevation is 3 to 12 hours. Sila tanan is 3 to 12 hours. And then for peak elevation for CKMB and troponin I is 24 hours. For troponin T is 12 to 48 hours. Return to baseline for CKMB is 2 to 3 days. For troponin I, return to baseline 5 to 10 days. Troponin T, return to baseline 5 to 14 days. Here are the best leads to monitor for intraoperative SD changes. Normal EKG or no EKG on file listed in order of preference. V3 is greater than V4 is greater than V5 is greater than leads 3 is greater than AVF. Abnormal EKG monitor the regions at greatest risk of ischemia. In patients with coronary artery disease, Nagelhout suggests the following lead combination provide the best assessment of intraoperative ST changes. 5-cable EKG, V3, AVF, MCL5 or 3, 3-cable three EKG, AVF and MCL5. Lead 2 is best, is best for monitoring for dysrhythmias with a narrow QRS where P-wave analysis is critical for diagnosis. Junctional A-flatter and AFib. Laboratory assessment of myocardial ischemia. A cell requires oxygen to maintain the integrity of its cell membrane and a cell deprived of oxygen dies and releases its contents into the systemic circulation. Infarcted myocardium releases three key biomarkers, CKMB, troponin I, and troponin T. Cardiac troponins are more sensitive than CKMB for the diagnosis of myocardial infarction. These values must be evaluated in the context of the patient's EKG. Treatment of myocardial ischemia. Treatment of intraoperative myocardial ischemia should focus on interventions that makes the heart slower, smaller, and better perfused. Causes of increased oxygen demand are increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, increased PaO2. Interventions for increased heart rate give beta blockers to a heart rate less than 80. Increased blood pressure interventions increase depth of anesthesia or give vasodilators. And increased PAOP um, intervention is nitroglycerin. Th Things that causes decreased O2 supply is decreased heart rate, decreased blood pressure, and increased PAOP. 
Decreased heart rate intervention gives some anticholinergic or pacing. Decreased blood pressure intervention gives some vasoconstrictor, reduce the depth of anesthesia, and an increased PAOP intervention nitroglycerin and inotrope. Most perioperative myocardial infarction are undiagnosed and undertreated. According to the POIS study, most myocardial infarctions occur in the post-operative period within 48 hours after surgery.